Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Path to Good podcast. This is VIP Desk's podcast about how we're making our company an even better place to work for our team, and also where we're sharing with you some of our expertise. We, our company does customer service outsourcing in the U.S., offshore and nearshore. And so today we just want to share with you some things that you should think about when you're making the decision do I outsource my customer service? And if so, how do I outsource my customer service? So we'll probably do a few podcasts in this series, but I think we wanna just start today really talking about what are some considerations when you're thinking about outsourcing? And then what further do you have to think about when you think about, well, then do I offshore in the US or do I go nearshore or do I go offshore overseas? So I am joined today with my co-hosts, Sally and Maggie, welcome. Hello. Hi, thank you. Oh, so I think we want to start out, uh, Sally, if you could just out, if you're a company and you're thinking about outsourcing for the first time, what are some of the considerations that you should, that you should think about before you take that leap? Well, first of all, I'm excited to be here. And this topic is uh, very close to our hearts as we've um, made the journey over the past year with many clients facing uh, pressure to reduce expenses and we've really seen a big movement to offshoring or nearshoring versus having uh, their customer service staffed in the U.S. exclusively. Um, and I have so many people, we all do, asking us, what are the decision factors? It's definitely complicated and it's different for every brand that faces uh, the, the process for evaluation. But some of them include you know, brand expectations from customers. What do they expect to get in terms of customer service for the brand? That seems like common sense, but it's really important. Quality of service is probably right in line behind that. What service channels do you need to offer? Goes back to sort of customer expectations. Uh, what is the complexity of service and the skills needed to respond? What are the language proficiencies needed? Um, hours of operation is 24-7, is U.S. hours, East Coast, West Coast. Uh, training considerations, if you have a team offshore, how is that going to be facilitated? And then overall managing your service delivery operation. Uh, it's a big consideration if they are not uh, in your backyard, so to speak. And so... There's a lot of factors beyond that with technology, but these are just kind of some of the biggest factors. And it's not just about cost. If it is, then the entire uh, world would, would outsource. Um, but it is, there's definitely a lot more to it. Yeah, for sure. And if you hear that big long list and it sounds overwhelming, it is overwhelming. And I think that's why you partner with a company like us. We've done this. We've done this with many, many clients. And so we know what to think about. We know what questions to ask you. And we can kind of guide you through that process based on really what you're looking for. Yeah, I mean, and we work with plenty of clients that have had bad experiences, right? It's like, mm -hmm. I think offshore has improved dramatically, especially in the Philippines. We have a lovely team there that delivers amazing service. But if you make a quick decision and the service isn't great, obviously the impact of, of poor service is you know, brand reputation, loss of customers, loss of revenue, and maybe even increased expenses and costs from a team that would make mistakes. So 
you know, if you're making a decision, obviously we feel pretty passionately about elevated service, but if you make a decision just on cost, it could come back to bite you. Yeah. And it's also important to understand about the global market for outsourced customer care. You know, with the pandemic and the very tight labor market in the U.S., many companies started going in offshore or nearshore or expanding their operations there. But there are also tight labor markets in those countries because of this increased demand and because of the supply of available English speaking um, and proficient at a level that, you know, you would like for your brand. So costs have really been driven up no matter where you go, Guatemala, Colombia, Costa Rica, Philippines, India, Vietnam, wages are rising in all those markets. So I think you need to consider that what, you know, you thought was a great cost two years ago, three years ago, you need to expect that those costs are now higher. And I think Sally touched a little bit about cultural differences. And depending on your brand and what your customers expect, there can just be some cultural differences. If you're like a real American brand and you're all baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and you're in a country where that's just not familiar to them, can take more training and more coaching with that team so that they then communicate um, with your customers and really have those nuances of um, whatever brand culture you're trying to emulate. So I think that's important to consider. And as a B Corp, we also look at things with wages is that you Mm -hmm. need to do ethical hiring, paying living wages, and, and really making sure that you're not um, taking advantage of um, individuals, maybe in lesser developed countries. You know, we want to uplift individuals, provide them amazing opportunities to work, but we want to fulfill their life and bring value to them. So bring value to your clients, but bring value to those individuals answering the phones, answering the emails, uh, minding the chats. Yeah, I think that's a good point. It doesn't it doesn't really matter where the people are, but the treatment of human beings can be is a is is an important factor and there can be an amazingly negative backlash if it's not taken into consideration. Um I always you know, I think it we're facing sort of a, a world where it's not all or nothing. We have programs that are hybrids where we have digital channels being supported by offshore team with phone in the U.S. or after hours rolls to offshore or just escalation is in the U.S. So there's a lot of options between channels and location that can, um, can, be, can still be successful. Yeah, we're exploring that with a lot of our our clients and I think it, it works it works really well even just hours of operation if you're if you're outsourcing to a different time zone that can be really great you can have 24 7 service easier more easily than if you had it all in the U.S. which you could do it all in the U.S. as well so there are just a lot of things to consider and you have a lot of options I mean your options are almost endless I think something that's pretty interesting to think about is as we move towards the future, how is this going to change even more? 
Well, right. should we get out our crystal ball? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's predict. Yes. I'm I predict. AI. What are yes. you seeing? <laughs> I see AI, yes. But I see uh, no matter what business you have, if the customer cannot get what they need easily, whether that's self-service or AI automation, whether that's chatbots or voice or or carrier pigeon, whichever way that information <laughs> comes out, if they cannot get answers, it's detrimental and they're always going to want to get to a human being, no yes. matter what. So even if the future, I predict, will be far more automation and and the need for a higher skill set yet to support escalations, we'll use that word, but I would just say more complex interactions so imagine you have a budget you have you know a million calls today you could have half of that with automation uh in the future and then really take advantage in other technologies obviously but also then you know augment that with an even higher skill set for the more complex um issues and or servicing that customers are looking for. I mean, obviously, every brand is different. Some brands, customers, the profile of the customer, they want to communicate in a certain way. But we see the trend moving um, down from phone, although it's still there. It's definitely half of what it used to be 10 years ago. And we see other channels, you know, creating more frustration right now, but that's going to improve. Like, chat it's frustrating when you sit there and you wait for a chat and then you know so now text is just much more efficient there's just going to be new new ways to have a great experience we haven't even touched on web3 or metaverse all of that is taking a back seat to chat gpt uh for now all eyes are on on that and you know i think at the end of the day whatever technologies are deployed, there's still going to be a need for uh, human beings to, to connect with other human beings. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know what the no. two of you think. No, <laughs> I think I, you're right. I definitely <laughs> think that's true. I think AI will get better and better. And I think it's really fascinating and it's interesting. And we're going to do a whole podcast on, on AI, but I think AI can't, replicate empathy at least not now maybe in the future <laughs> and i think empathy is really important if you're facing a really complicated issue and depending on your brand and depending on what the issue is and depending on your customer base that empathy is still a really important piece absolutely that's true well it's good news for us since we have a lot of humans <laughs> do and more, uh, more human yeah we'll be you know communication skills for humans uh, will probably outpace the robots. So that's good news. But, but seriously, I think there's still, there's still going to be a need. But when you look at your budget, is the consideration where people are located or is it where is the best service for our customers and what combination of all these factors, channels, technologies, and human beings? Um, and then, you know, that's just the start of it, <laughs> right? It's like there's a whole nother <laughs> podcast on yes. the other factors that impact what makes a great customer experience. But 
you know, just deciding where to go is not an easy one. No, it's definitely not. And I think that's what that's what we can help you with. And that's what hopefully this podcast can help you with. And if um, you want to hear more from us, you can always reach out to us and tell us what kind of topics that you want us to talk about. So I just think one other consideration that we didn't really touch on, but I think is super important, is depending on what your business is and what you do, there could be compliance considerations that you have to think about when you're thinking about outsourcing. Security considerations. There could be PCI compliance considerations. So I think it's always important to just really know your business and know if what you're doing and the customer data that you're handling should really be handled on outside of the U.S. or in the U.S. Um, where the data is is definitely kept secure no matter where it's no matter where it is. So that's just another consideration that we didn't really touch on. It's still super important. Yeah, I think there's there's lots of industries that fall into that category, whether it's, you know, financial services, uh, government contracts. There's there's plenty of uh, scenarios where the requirement is dictated. Location is dictated by the contracts themselves. Um, So this is, you know, I think. I think there that's that's obviously the first consideration, uh, whether you. (laughs) Where, where, if you have, you know, okay, if, whether you have restrictions or not based on security and other factors. Right. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Hopefully this helped you start to think about what the considerations that you have to take into, um, into consideration if you're thinking about outsourcing. Uh, thank you to... Sally and Maggie for being amazing co-hosts as always. Uh, If you want to hear more about us or learn more about us, you can go to our website, vipdesk.com. When you're on our website, all of our contact information is there. So please reach out to us if you have any questions or if you have any ideas for future topics, if there's anything you want to know more about, you can always reach out to us. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks.